Hey guys, thank you guys so much for coming back to Crushing It. I'm your host, Robert, and as we all know, Crushing It is just a podcast where I get to talk to all my friends about how they crush, who they're crushing on now, and play a lot of fun games in between. This week we have Priscilla Davies. She is everywhere around UCB. Her and former guest Lacey Mosley have like this banging show called Trap Prob that they're going to be bringing back soon, but Priscilla was an a really amazing, fun guest. It was almost like she was a co-host this episode, you guys. I loved it. We talked about how she always crushes on the wrong people, on the wrong type, and how right now, like, her career is a crush. But there's so much more juicy information in between. But you guys are tired to hear me talk. Let me just plug this real quick. If you guys like this, please share it with a friend. Subscribe, rate, review. Follow us on Instagram at tellusyourcrush.com. No, that's our website. At tellusyourcrush.com or our actual instagram is crushing it podcast you guys keep that in brendan and you could follow me at at robert r-a-h-h-b-u-r-t but enough of that brendan play the thing i got a crush on you i got a crush on you i got a got um i got a crush on you i got a crush on you i got a got um i got a crush on you i got a crush on you i got a got um i got a crush on you i got a crush on you You guys, we have Priscilla Davies hey. on the podcast today. I'm so excited. Hi. I'm excited, too. Priscilla you know I'm excited. Trap Prov. I, Trap Prov. Uh, one half of Two Live Crew, the improv yes, crew. Yes, one half of Two Live Crew. We had your other half on a couple I've weeks heard, ago. I heard and I saw. It was all over the papers, all over the radio waves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lacey. Yes, yes. Uh, Priscilla. That's me. I want to talk to you about, let's get into, what kind of guys do you, like, do you find yourself going after? <laughs> so here's the thing. I don't have... A type? I don't have a physical type. Okay. I have, But I have a, like, fucked up person type. Do you know what I'm saying when yeah. I mean that? Yes, definitely. As in, like, it's the same pattern over and over and over again uh-huh. in different packages. Okay. You feel me? So while I don't have a physical type, like I, 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 my physical type, the extent of my physical type is like, I like I like attractive. I, I like pretty boys. Like not pretty boys, but like like Roshan. He's too pretty for me. He's too pretty for me. But like I'm a Libra, so I'm very visual, uh-huh. and Libras like pretty things. That's why I like your apartment. You know, like that's why I was looking. I was like, oh, I like this. Da, da 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 da. So I'm very visual. So like, you have to be good looking to me. Yeah. It doesn't have to be to anybody else. And I'm a bit superficial, I'm not going to lie. But <laughs> for myself, though, because what I think is attractive, you may not, yeah. you know? But so definitely uh, reasonably attractive. Okay. And by reasonably, I mean very. <laughs> no, I don't mean very, but good looking. Well, so Very to you. To me. Yeah, and you also f- feed off of an energy... Yes. It tends to be a fucked up kind of. <laughs> yes. So so if we were going to say type, I would say it's like the my childhood trauma type. <laughs> my my daddy issues type would be my type. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that did I go too dark there? No. This is exactly <laughs> everybody has that type though. Like I mean, don't we all? I don't we? But physically, yeah, you would if I lined up every guy that I've ever been with, you would some guys you'd be like, "Oh, okay." And some guys you'd be like, what the fuck? Um, 
more recently though, I I don't know if I can say this, but I'm just like I used to date everybody. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a little bit more like more POC. Yeah. Mostly black guys. But more on the POC side, just because of the climate. <laughs> so white guys out. I don't want to be like that because I don't want my white male fans <laughs> who, are, who are listening right now. Yeah, I'm not out. They not... just have to prove themselves. They have a higher litmus test. <laughs> yeah, basically. You know what I'm saying? For the most part. I listen. I love love. Yeah. But I like love in a certain package. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying things. No. <laughs> You just you're speaking your truth, and that's all. That's all I, we can ask of you. Yeah. So that would be. I would definitely say, you know, a fine Nubian king. Yeah. Who's woke? Okay. Now, uh, Hotep or woke? Okay. Hotep. Is ho- are those synonyms? Is that what you're saying? I, I think that they. I, they're I adjacent. Pre- yeah, they're adjacent. I feel you, and that's the difference. They're adjacent. Yeah. So not hotel. I have res- unlike most black people. I have respect for. I I kind of am not a fan of the like shit on hotel movement. Yeah. Okay. okay. Because hoteps were the original woke folks back in the day. Yes. So before back in the day, like when nobody knew what woke was, hoteps were the one that were holding that vibration, if you will. Yeah. Does that make sense? So yeah, like, no, it makes I, so sense. So I don't like. I don't like to hate on hoteps. I like. I do make fun of them. <laughs> But I don't like to hate on them. So I'm not anti-hotep, but I do understand. But there's certain levels of hotepery that, like, just won't vibe with me. Yeah. Like, I'm just on a whole... I'm, like, a staunch... Fem- black feminist yes. you know what I mean like I so there's certain things that just aren't gonna vibe you can also appreciate them from afar for what they held up yes I respect Th- because yes because I became woke through hoteps that's how yeah. I became woke was through the hotep life and then finding your own my voice own in yourself exactly. in that movement I put the shea butter down you know what I'm saying <laughs> I, put, I put the onks down you know what I'm saying <laughs> but yes exactly okay I, so now that I know that I now that I know your type do you remember your first crush? Of course, without a doubt. Who's your first crush? Dominic Ferrara. <laughs> now describe Dominic to me. I can't believe I'm talking about... So my first crush was in kindergarten, so yeah. I'm about to describe a five-year-old to you. <laughs> but Dominic Ferrara was my first crush in West Orange, New Jersey. Jersey, shout out. Hey, hey. So... Miss Saparito's class. Miss Saparito's class. Shout out to Miss Saparito. She was so mean. She was a young teacher, but she was mean. She was so mean, but she was, you know, she Italian from Jersey. She didn't play. So Dominic Ferrara, another Italian from Jersey. He was like, he used to wear hammer pants, because this is a long time ago. <laughs> this is in the 80s. He used to wear hammer pants. And that was shit was so lit. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. Give me some of this right here. That was so lit Her back in Brandon the day. Are connecting. Thank yes. <laughs> So he used to wear, and he used to have, like, spiky hair, but he would have, like, you know when you don't put gel in it and it's just standing up? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Dominic. He was he was so cute. He was this cute little boy. I feel weird talking about, <laughs> talking no, about little boy. You're, you're no, talking, you're talking about him as your five-year-old he self? He was so cute. So it's okay. He was this cute little Italian boy from Jersey. He, I think he had blue eyes, and he had, like, dark hair, and like I said, he would wear hammer pants. He was styling. He must have had cool parents. Mm-hmm. He was stylish. Yeah, he was stylish as fuck at, at, in kindergarten. <laughs> in kindergarten. And I had, I just instantly, it was instant. And you had an eye for fashion. I had an eye for, thank you, I did. Because uh, my parents are bad bitches and dad. <laughs> my mom's a bad bitch. My dad is a bad guy. I don't know my how My dad's how a bad dad. <laughs> that too. <laughs> like I said, my daddy issues. That's what I'm attracted no. to. 
Um. So yeah, he was. Your dad was fly. Oh, my dad is a yeah. He's yeah for sure. My dad is fly as fuck. Yeah. That's where I get my coolness from. Yeah. My dad. Also, why you're attracted to fly guys? Problematic guys. Fuck boys. My dad's a fuck boy. But there was no term for fuck boys back in the seventies when he was pick when he was pulling my mom. You know what I mean? They were called no boyfriends. Ter- they were they were called my future husband. Yeah. They were called most men at that time, right? Mad Men era. Um, so yeah, my dad uh definitely uh yeah. That- so what happened with you and Dominic? Did anything happen? Nothing ever happened. Okay, so Dominic okay, this is the eighties. Dominic yeah. was a white boy. Uh-huh. I'm a black girl. This also we were you, five. You knew the climate. I knew the, the climate, but this is back in the I don't see color. We're yeah. post racial. You know, this is back in the day when textbooks still had the Soviet Union on the maps. Yeah. Okay. So, like, nothing ever happened, and I didn't have. I was never going to put myself out there. You know what I mean? Also, nobody was dating in kindergarten. So it's not like, it's not like Dominic was like dating girls and I was like, I didn't even know there was a concept of yes, being like, that's what it was. hey, I like you. You know what I mean? Like this just wasn't a thing. You didn't even know the feeling that you were feeling was a crush. Oh, I knew it was a crush. Oh. I just didn't know, wh- I didn't know what to do with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like nobody was, no one was boyfriend and girl or if they were, it wasn't, it was, we were really young, you know? You thought that you had basically reached the level that you're supposed to be at like like you know like in uh i guess like elementary or middle school you're like oh that has to be my boyfriend that's the next step i have to like hold their hands next step yeah you're like oh i have a crush i'm there i'm done i'm done bada bing bada boom because i was in jersey that's what we said (laughs) bada bing bada boom you know so yeah i didn't have i didn't nothing ever nothing ever happened no scat no moments in the coat room closet no he no holding nothing ever happened and he was around for years. Really? What, what grade do you think is the last grade that you saw Dominique Ferrara? Third grade. Was he as fly in third grade as he was in kindergarten? I or did still, he fall off? He didn't fall off, but I think I changed. Because I wasn't feeling I don't remember feeling him like I did back then. Like, <laughs> like I remember kindergarten was the only year I was feeling him. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I just was like... Oh, I remember feeling that guy back in the day, but I don't. Back in the day, <laughs> <laughs> two years ago, two whole years, <laughs> two whole years ago. You feel me? So yeah, you outgrew him. I outgrew him. I grew. Yeah, I became an independent black woman. <laughs> You're like, I don't need this white man holding me down. I don't need this Italian white boy in Jersey. Ah, he was cute. I still, I still can see him in my brain. It's, it's funny how like your brain doesn't change. Like it's a little pedophilic, right? If we think about well, it, not really, because when when you do go back to the image of him, you're, you're going back from the child, from yeah. the child that you are. Because if you even like when you do have those visions, you're still seeing it from your perspective. Like say like the same height length, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because your, I feel like your he brain was takes pictures. <laughs> So you still see them from that angle or wherever you were when that clicked. You're like, oh, this is a crush. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know how, like, no matter what, if you look at parents, pictures of your parents from when they were younger than you are now. They still look older. They still look. You're like, it doesn't matter. They still look older. So I think he's always just in my brain. Like, I'll just be crushing on him for, well, I got over it as I got older. But yeah, he was my first crush. Dominic. Shout out to Dominic Ferrar. I wonder what he's doing right now. I feel like we're gonna have to Facebook him after Let's, this. Podcast. I never did. That's I never did. Surprise. Oh, that's exactly the first thing we're gonna do. <laughs> like, can we can we <laughs> see what he's up to these days? I bet you Dominic Ferrara is married with kids. He's a Italian dude from Jersey, living a good life, living eight kids. You he know probably what I'm has a construction business. 
<laughs> that's very accurate. He probably does. I watch the Real Housewives of New Jersey that's sometimes. What, that's, <laughs> that's what all their husbands do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Priscilla, do you remember a crush that maybe like definitely older than um, third grade, but like maybe like either anywhere from middle school to high school that like sticks out? Middle school to high school. <sighs> Patrick Lennon. All right, what was Patrick's deal? This is back, okay, so when I was a kid, uh, Dominic Ferraro is from the first school I ever went to, mm -hmm. the first grown-up school, not not daycare, Washington Elementary School in West Orange. The reason the last time I saw Dominic Ferraro in third grade was because that was when I moved from West Orange to South Orange, New Jersey. Okay. A little more bougie, a lot of more bougie, more, you know, just a cuter, cuter town, I was moving up in the world. Okay. You yeah. feel me? More space. I had my own room, although I didn't. But I should have had my own. That's another story. Anyway, <laughs> so I don't want to talk about it. So I moved to this place in, in fourth grade. Uh-huh. Fifth grade, I move, I go to middle school. Our school, our town, the middle school was fifth, fifth, to seventh, fifth to eighth. Okay. Weird, right? That's why it was called middle versus junior high. It changed. It's not the same anymore. But they were experimenting. So we were there at fifth grade. Fifth grade, I walk into my fifth grade class and I see. Now, this is the time of uh, Say by the Bell was still popping. This is the time when, remember back in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, Blonde was in, right? Zach, Zach Morris? Yeah. Right? Okay. I had a huge crush on Zach Morris. That was what was hot. That was the how were we being being indoctrinated at that time. Yeah. Right? Is it you were either a Zach Morris or a Slater? Slater. And I was not I was never a Slater. Uh, it was that Jerry Crow that just threw me with Slater. <laughs> it really did. It really fucking did. Sorry. I just don't do it. But so I walk into my fifth grade class and I see this blonde bombshell, Patrick Glennon. He kinda looked like Zach Morris. This is back when I this is back when I still dated the Caucasians. Uh -huh. So he he kind of looked like Black Morris, Black Morris. <laughs> so that's what Zach you're, Morris. What you're looking for now is a Black Morris. For, if there's any Black Morrises in LA, please contact. Crushing it, thank you. Um, so I walk in, I'm like, oh, he is fine, looking like a Zach Morris and shit. Fell for him hard as fuck. This is fifth grade. What grade is he in? We're in the same grade. Okay. Fifth grade. Yeah. Sixth grade, you know, I'm still crushing on him hard. Sixth grade, halfway through sixth grade, I start fuck. That's when shit got real, right? Sixth grade, academically. Oh, yeah. So I start fucking up. My parents were like, psych, we pulling you out of this public school. So I left public school in the middle of sixth grade, went to Catholic school. Law, that, uh, uh, Patrick Glennon is gone. Come back to high school, back to public school. Patrick Lennon is back. And Wait, I, is, was there a glow up? He didn't have a glow up. He just maintained. Okay. And I was like, you still, okay, you're still doing shit. I see you. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I transferred my middle school crush to high school because, you know, now yeah. he's back in the mix. Nothing, I more disappointment. Nothing ever happened. Remember, this is black, black and white America, you know? Nothing ever happened. But... My sophomore, junior year, one of my, I play tennis. Mm -hmm. I told you my dad was a tennis coach. I play tennis. And my tennis partner, one of my tennis, one of my tennis uh, teammates would drive me to school and she was next door neighbors with Patrick Lennon. So she would pick, so occasionally she would drive him too. So sometimes when she would come to pick me up, he'd be in the whip and I'd be in the backseat like, ow. <laughs> 
you know what I'm saying? It was. <laughs> isn't it crazy how like sitting in a car with your crush was a big deal in high school? And I was like, oh my god, everybody, I'm driving to school with like Patrick Glennon, my crush. Can I tell you a little future? We're basically dating. We're basically. <laughs> he picks me up and takes me to school, even though he's not the driver, right? Yeah. So he was my big crush. But can I tell you something? Yes. That's After what you're I gra- here for. I want to hear you. all of it. After I graduated from college, high school, sorry, high school, I went to college. My sophomore year, I went to the Bahamas for spring break. Uh-huh. I'm in, I turn the fuck up. I'm in the, in the airport on the way home. Who do I fucking run into in the airport in the Bahamas? Black Morris. Black Morris. Patrick Lennon. And in that moment, I, I'm like 19 years old. We're, we're 19. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and I was like, what did I see in you? Oh, wow. Yes. I was like, I was like, this is, what? he's still fine. He was still fine, but I had, again, I had you changed. You just outgrowing these niggas. I just be outgrowing niggas left and right, you feel me? I just, I had changed. And I, and now as an adult, I look back at it as society indoctrinating my brain into thinking that blonde hair and blue eyes was the the thing to be because now i'm like i'm not even like i genuinely myself i'm not really attracted to that aesthetic Mm -hmm. per se i even no matter what race you are i like darker versions Mm -hmm. so if you're white i like it to be darker skin and dark if you're latino i like it to be darker if you're black i like i like the so it doesn't even resonate with me you know what i mean yeah and so i realized i was like damn the media really white, got me. White supremacy in the media got me. You feel me? God damn white supremacy. So yeah. I love that so much. Okay. So we're going from Black Morris, the Black, black Zach Morris. <laughs> the, the Black White Zach Morris. The Black White Zach Morris. Yeah. Uh, to who are your, other than Zach Morris, who are your celebrity crushes? Ooh, celebrity crushes. From back in the day to now. Yes. And whatever. I'm so ready. Okay, so, well, you know, I think I think my first celebrity crush was Mark Paul Gossler. Okay. I think so, actually, if I think about it. Zach Morris. He was my first celebrity crush. Um, I've had a few. I've had, I've had, I have so many celebrity crushes. All right, um, yeah, let's talk about who you're crushing on now. Who are you crushing on now? Someone that I don't even want to be crushing on. Michael B. Jordan. He's so <laughs> fucking fine. <laughs> Why do you say you don't want to crush on him? Because everybody's crushing on him? Oh, you pulled him up. Oh, look how fine he is. Look at those. Oh, I have another crush. Can I? I need to take notes so I can remember. Yeah, no. Um, oh, he's, oh, he's so fine. So fine. So I actually was crushing on Michael B. Jordan. Do you? He did a, sh- a movie way, not way back in the day, but where he had superpowers. Do you remember this movie? Chronicle. It was made, it was like shot like Blair Witch style, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Excuse me. So I see this movie and I was like, oh, he's fine as fuck. But I was like, whatever, moving on with my life, I don't care. Now he, he's blown up. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. But why I have issue with him now is because did you hear about his trip to his, his boat party in Italy where he only invited white girls? No, I didn't hear yeah. about that. So, and you know, there's, a, there's a rumors out there that he only fucks white girls. One rumor that which he dispelled in his his uh uh was it Vogue fifty questions you know the one that they yeah. he dispelled in that they were like what's one of the rumors you hate and he's like that I only date white girls but after he says that however many months later he's on a yacht and apparently he had that's it yeah he had only invited white girls <laughs> how long ago was this producer Brendan yeah producer 
that's July 20th. July, yeah, July 2018. So that's my concern, is that I think that he only likes white girls. Also, I think he might be gay. Do you have any thoughts on that? I don't have any thoughts on that. I just know that he's fine, and I think that the gay the gay uh, congregation will take him. I um, <laughs> I just there's if, so- if that is his choice. There's or something that, that is his story. There's I, to me, I think there's something weird when a super attractive, successful, famous man is perpetually is usually he's because he's never dated anybody, right? Who's he been attached to? I think to? he's also just really young and having fun right now. He's only thirty. He's thirty. That's is that young? I mean, I, it is like now, but like you know what I mean. Yeah, I think that's I, I think that's still super young, and um, he's been acting for a minute, but the fame has just hit him. Even though he's been on the wire and yeah. he's been on other um, things, movie, yeah. I think that right now, like his star right now, is at a point to where it's getting the recognition that a list stars get. Okay, well, and he lives so, with his parents. I think that he does that because he takes care of his parents. Well, like he bought that, like so they yeah. Couldn't he have just got them their own house and got his own space? Uh, I, no shade, yeah. no shade. I'm just and I didn't listen. I'm listen. I'm first gen, so I under like my parents will be living in my motherfucking uh-huh. house. You know what I mean? Although they probably won't because there are they don't care about me. But like <laughs> literally, but like I, I get it. But you know, what? I don't know. There's just something that I'm just like something is. It's, it's either some. It's like either he like only likes white girls. Yeah. And he can't let anybody know he's gay. And he that'll ruin his. You know, because he's yeah. such a heartthrob. And yeah. for some reason, you can't crush on somebody who's. I don't know why that makes sense. Yeah. Or he like likes girl, like little kids. So, there's something to me. Mark my words. Put it in the files. Yeah, no, it, it, it's at it's, some it, point it's we're history. gonna there's something. We will revisit this. Uh, so he's the, he's my crush. Also, uh, let's. How do you feel about apple juice? What is that a person or is that like the, the juice? The juice. Like, how do I feel about it? Yeah. Are you a fan? You know, it's funny you'd ask this because I have very strong feelings about apple juice. Because Michael B. Jordan <laughs> loves apple juice. What? It was in it was oh, no. in his uh, the one hundred and um, the one hundred or twenty questions that they asked. Oh, you watched it? Yeah, it was so good. Wasn't he had it? that whole like apple juice thing. That's right. Was it the like Cosby Show apple juices? The remember Mott's. the? Do you remember the Cosby Show apple juices? They would go on the fridge and they would the always the gla- have these little individual bottles, the like glass, glass bottles. Yeah. The Martinelli's, I guess. Yeah, and it, I would be Mott's, so yeah. jealous because yeah. I'd be like, why don't we have individual bottles in my house? <laughs> I know. Um, so he's my one of my current crushes. Okay. Um, I have. Uh, let's see who else. Who else? Who else? Uh, you know who's? I have a female crush. Who? Who? Okay. This is this is the only person. This is the only person that I would. Although I don't think I would date her anymore, but I maybe I still would. <laughs> She's so fine. Uh, Rosario Dawson. Yeah. She's there's something. And she's still fine. She's so, she's so like she's, just beautiful. Like just yes. so. Is she lusty? Is that what it is? Like she just she gives. Right she's I so just... beautiful, and I love her. I've met her. I have a picture with us that I put on my refrigerator, and I save it because I know when I get famous, I'm gonna meet her on like legit like like peer terms. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, hey, by the way, I've been holding on to this picture for years. Thing. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly, just like that. Yeah, she's she's one of my. She's so fucking fine. Yeah, she is definitely one of my female crushes. Um, and she's still as fine as when she started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if not got like more fine. Did you watch her in Kids? Do you remember yes. Kids? Yes, that badass. <laughs> <laughs> 
that traumatizing ass I movie. Watched, did you watch it as a kid or as an adult or both? I watched it as an adult. So, okay, I watched it as a kid. It was my favorite movie as a kid because I hung out with Roughnecks like that as okay. a kid. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is my, I want it. Like, I wish, like, and then I saw it again as an adult and I was like, this should be banned from America. Go, boy. Well, you remember what? I don't even want to talk about it. It's just, have you watched it? No. Have oh. you seen okay. kids before? Oh, no. It, I watched it as an adult. And even as an adult, like like a late or early adult. So like 19, 20. Not adult, but like, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was in college when I watched it again and as I, an adult. And I still had like a fucked up view of the world. Like I thought like sick shit was funny. Yeah. Like I That like, shit wasn't funny. That shit was not, <laughs> I, I could not make a joke out of that. And I was so fucking traumatized like even like from that pool scene like what to, they Remember, were in that like crack house and i was i can't even talk about this yes it was so i was like this was not a good move like i was like i, I get it like you know it's a it's a cult classic and it yeah. has its place but i yeah as an adult i really had a, it's funny that was my shit it was so much my shit that the reason i watched it as an adult was because someone had gifted one of my like og friends had gifted to, it to me for my birthday as an adult it was like remember this here and i was like oh i'm gonna i watched oh, yeah. it and i was like this is horrible it's really fucking bad. It gives me so much anxiety watching yeah. it. Just even like thinking about like kids growing up today and like if we. It's dysfunctional. And I was like you. Like I was a dysfunctional fucking kid. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I was doing ratchet shit. And, and I probably was doing similar shit like that. But as an adult, I was like, damn, this is messy. <sighs> so she's my, she's another one of my crushes. I love it. Yeah. She's so fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. Alice. I think that's oh you know who else this is why I write this you look what I wrote I wrote Pete you know who you know who's and I hate to say this he's not really a crush but he, I be looking at him some type of way Pete Davidson yes he's can someone give him a DNA test he's black right <laughs> that nigga is black his lips that mouth every time I look at his mouth I'd be like what that mouth do that's all I can think about what that mouth do open up some cl- some pictures look at this fucking mouth look at that mouth you tell me he's not negro that's a negro <laughs> I know he's black uh, him and Ariana Grande if they have kids they're gonna have the most ethnically ambiguous kids in the world oh yeah definitely My God. most definitely don't yeah he I, every time I see him I just be like what that mouth do for some reason, I just know it's big. It, it has to be, right? Well, she said it was. I but, just Even before that, I mean, like just like the way look, that he he's just... He's so lanky and, and so... He's, he was, he's meek in a way, but still in a way like that. He's, he's sure in something about himself. He's got that big dick meekness. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Not big dick energy, but big dick meekness. Big yeah. dick meekness. Because like, he doesn't have to try because yeah. he knows he's got a big dick. Yeah. He doesn't try. Look, okay, look at that red, the red sweater, the red. Look how black he looks. Come on now, that's a light skinned black man. I like him right there because I, I love a goofy looking person. Like I think that's so cute to me. Yeah. For some reason, I'm attracted to like like people who look like like cartoon character. Like they mm, could be a cartoon character. Yeah, he definitely does. Or like a stuffed animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He de- yeah, he has that look. Like uh, growing up. Um, that's he is at least Latino. Come on now, look at that picture. Producer Brandon has been pulling Jewish up pictures. Do you don't? What does it say? Jewish and Irish. <laughs> That's what he says now. There's plenty of black Jews out there. Get out of here, B. There's plenty of black Irish too. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get. I need a DNA test on his ass. Pronto. Get that twenty three and me. <laughs> yeah. Twenty three and Pete. <laughs> Ow. 
on that note uh, let's take a quick break and we will come back and priscilla will tell us all about who she's crushing on now Ooh, i can't wait do you stalk your crush's social media but ignore them in person is it difficult for you to talk to your crush in a one-to-one setting can you pull down a comprehensive background check just from seeing them at a party do you enjoy working with dna samples then we need you crush research team for more information send us your resume with subject line team crush and we are back with none other than priscilla davy priscilla so we i got all up in your business about how you crush yes who uh your celebrity crush and your first crush now it's time for you to tell me and all the listeners who are you crushing on now you don't have to say their name you know who am i crushing on now like a real person yeah if you you know i i hate to break it to you but my love life's been extremely boring lately there's nobody that you see that is like slightly you're slightly interested that you're like Mm. i wonder Mm. okay i'll think on it um if I have to think about it on it, that's bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, not right now. Oh, that's nice. Oh, how does that feel? It feels liberating. Uh, it feels good. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a one track mind kind of person. Mm-hmm. So when I'm focused on one thing, I don't care about anything. Not that I don't care about anything else, but like I just, I get OCD. I guess you could say. Yeah. So I'm very focused on my career right now, and so like. I know myself, I'm easily distracted. I was the kid in class that like, like I, nobody could sit next to me and eventually the teacher would put me by the quiet kid and I'd make the quiet kid talk too. You know what I mean? Like, cause I get easily distracted. Yeah. And I'm so like, if you like, if you're like, hey, you wanna go like throw, like, throw a ball down the street. I'd be like, let's go. Like any, like I'm easily distracted. So, you know, I'm so focused on my career right now that there's a part of me that which I think is changing most recently, but that's just kind of like, I I know if I, if I am out dating or like focusing on guys, like I'll just, all my attention will go there. Yeah. And then, you know, because any, cause, cause, cause my career is fun, but it's also work. Mm-hmm. And any excuse to not have to work is like, oh, I can just go like cuddle up with some like cute dude or go on a date, yeah. like, you know? So recently I've been so invested in my career that I really have not like, I'm like a real 30 something year old woman, like who's focused on a career. Like I have not, I don't have any crushes right so now. So from what I hear right now, you're crushing on your career? Yeah, yes, uh, yes, yes I am. That's, thank you, yes, I'm crushing on my career. Your career Hard. right now is your boo? Is it's my boo, I'm giving my career head every single night. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one that you wake up to, you check on, hey career, how you doing? How you doing career? You know, like career, do you wanna, I don't know, maybe take a shower together you know what i'm saying career which actually a lot of brainstorming happens in the shower you know i'm like career do you want to take a a drive through uh, on mulholland you know what i mean career you want to go out for lunch now on the outside it's just me (laughs) sitting at a table by myself but also what's in front of you your laptop yeah what you doing on your laptop making moves making love to your career okay so yeah in public (laughs) yes so my career is my love right now I love that. But I, I have very, it's funny, very, when I tell you very recently, I mean, like, in the last, like, week, I have been starting to think about, like, because I, I think my career, I'm starting to feel more comfortable, like, okay, things are happening and moving well. You ready I'm, for a third? So You heard? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, maybe I'm ready to, like, kind of start looking in that direction a little bit. Yeah. 
So we'll check. We'll get. We'll have an update. I know. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, the dating, the timing's not good. Sorry, guys. No, this is this is exactly why we're here. Because I mean, like, it's liberating not to, sometimes like not to have a crush. Because sometimes crushes, like even like just infatuations, can be like all consuming. All consuming. Or like, and I am an all I am an all consuming. Most people, I'm not to. I'm spilling the tea truth about myself. Most people think I'm a lot cooler than I really am. <laughs> so I like. I am one of those people, like, I am in love with love. Yeah. And I am, like, and I fall head over heels. And, like, so, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, there's no such thing as, like, oh, a casual thing for me. Like, I am, like, all in and, like, I'm in love with love. How was your last crush for you? Like, how did you act during it? My last crush. Hmm. The first person that comes to mind when I say last crush. It doesn't have to be your exact I'm last, like last crush. last crush. The first person, when you think of that you are infatuated with, it could be the last person you were with. It could be the last person. Like, nothing even happened. They don't even know that you crushed on them. Mm. Wait, what was the question? What was it? Uh, just how did you act the how last did... time you were crushing? So, when I crush in general, I'm a very flirtatious person. So, if your crush is in the room right now, how do you act? I'm very flirtatious. That's just, that's who I am in general. I'm a very flirtatious person. Uh, so a lot of times people will think I'm flirting when I'm not. Because something about me comes off as flirtatious. So it's easy. Are you f- flirting with me right now? Do, <laughs> do you feel it? Do you feel that way? I mean, I don't. <laughs> Sometimes I know, to, I know that about myself. And I had to learn that as an adult. That like, oh, that like this person thinks I'm into them. Mm-hmm. But I'm just being nice. You know? So what happens is like. That's so, a good way to let me down. I just like, to, you know, to like, Robert, no. <laughs> like, I'm just not. I'm just a nice person. Yeah. yeah. But my niceness manifests as flirtation. Um, and so, and it doesn't matter who you are. So I am, I'm a very flirtatious person. So ironically, I think when I crush on somebody, I am flirtatious. The, no one ever, never, no one ever knows. So it's, I leave, I leave a certain essence of confusion. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because like a lot of times it'll be like, I'll get this. Are you serious? Are you being serious? Are you for real? Also, could you be like more leading into the comedy of it all? Like, without just a doubt. So, like when you're when you're not being flirty, you are, it seems like you're crushing just because that's your spirit. But like when you are crushing on somebody, you know that you're crushing on them, so you kind of lead hard into the part to confuse the fuck out of them. Because it's a power, it's a power yeah. play, right? Because it's like I don't want to get, I don't want to let you know that I do have this crush on you, but I am. When I okay, this is what it is. Here we go. I got the answer. <laughs> When I'm crushing on somebody, I am overly flirtatious. Yeah. Absurdly overly flirtatious. Yeah. I have proposed to people when I was crushing. <laughs> <laughs> As a joke, but also for real, for real. To see, like, how do you feel about this? Like, to, yeah. I'm testing the water. Like, did you think about it a little bit? Yeah, like, I, know it's absurd, I have but... literally gotten on my knee in the middle of, like, Santa Monica Boulevard and, like, proposed, been like, you know? So, I'm, oh, when I crush on somebody, I'm 
overly flirtatious. So the last question I had, overly flirtatious to the point of absurdity, which is, I guess, a way to be like safe. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it's like people think I'm joking. Yeah. But I'm like, actually, I really, really want. Yeah. It's kind of like you're playing poker with them. Like, oh, yeah, I totally have a full house. (laughs) I have a fucking full house. Exactly. (laughs) Right now. I basically am still in like elementary school swag oh, you know what i mean yeah i think that all of us are though when we go back to crushing we go we go back to our like f- our first like ages of crushing so like whether like your first crush was like your fifth grade self or whatever like you go back to because it's your comfort zone and it's yeah. the first time you remember like having that feeling yeah oh so like you tend to like go back there when it's a crush Interesting. i'm not saying like the like when you get into a relationship but like with that crush it's more like how I did you yeah. When you first noticed that you liked that boy. Yeah. Did you let them know that you liked them? Or, like, did you... Were you friends with them? And, like, you like you were just, like, <laughs> super did you fun punch with them? Him? Yeah. 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 I also think that society-wise, like, we've never been taught how to have healthy relationships. Right? <laughs> Am I lying? So, we don't know. That's why it manifests as the boy or the girl punching the crush, right? Or whatever. Because we never learned how to, like, ex- healthily express, like, hey, I find you attractive. May I get, you know, can I get some consent? You know what I mean? Can like, I get think, some consent to get them digits? You feel me? You know what <laughs> I mean? So, I think, yeah, I think we just never learned how also, to. Also, it's crazy, I think, not to cut you off, yeah. but uh, it's crazy the fact that, like, even in... Um, now I'm Dr. Robert. Uh, no, but even in healthy like relationships that are healthy, like your say your parents are together, they've been together all your life, loving marriage. Yeah, they still perpetuate that hitting is a is a form of is that like not saying a healthy way to, but like it's a it's a, it's a way to show that you like that person. That girl hits you. Oh, she just likes you, mm-hmm. and it's normal. Mm-hmm. It's not like that's not right. That's not okay. Ask them if they like you, yeah. let's address this. And then be like, I'm five years old. No, thank you. (laughs) Sir, good sir. I'm going to pass. Right. Yeah, we don't learn how to just be decent, which is sad. You know, like we graduate from high school and we don't know how to pay our taxes. Right. We don't know how to change a tire. We don't know how to do things that we actually need to do. Uh, And part of that is like how to be like a decent human being and have healthy relationships and how to conflict resolution, things like that. Yeah. You know, so we don't get we don't learn how to do that. And so we got to figure it out. And that's why we're all bumbling idiots. Ugh, bumbling idiots. Aren't we? Even our parents, even our ma- married people who have been married for generations, it's like, you know, maybe, you know, you think they've been married forever because of love, but it, maybe it's because a bitch never got her degree and don't know how to do her own taxes. Comfort. And, you feel me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or security. Security, you know? We don't know anything other than that. So. I like, I love this take. I love this, like, version of it. And, um, I don't know. It's, and it's also the fact that, like, you know, like, in high school, like, not all kids, like, depending on what kind of high school, you, like, we weren't given those classes of just basic... Humanity li- humani- classes? Yeah. yeah. And also just, like, yeah. Like, your your dad's supposed to teach you how to, like, change a tire or, like, you know, like, these are all, so- like, societal norms. Yeah. But then that's why when you hear a grown person or, like, now that we are the grown people and, like, you're like how the fuck you do it? We're just figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? You really... And- yeah. Stuff that, that stuff that should have been figured out maybe like while we were younger or taught to us while we were younger. Not no fault to like our working parents who had jobs and were busy. Because they had, they we, didn't know either. We could have learned that in school. 
But they didn't know either. Yeah. They, you know, I, we were taught as kids, it's like you just grow up and everything clicks, right? Yeah, or adults know everything. And adults know, we believe adult, and it, it wasn't until you became an adult that you were like, oh, y'all niggas was winging it. Yeah. Oh, that's why my life was a hot mess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all still trying to figure it out right you now. You still trying to figure, like, I, I have, in my parent, in my family, it's so weird to, now I am the adult. Mm-hmm. My parents are still doing like kid shit. You know what I mean? And I will regulate my parents now, excuse me, which is so crazy. Like, I'm more, I believe I'm more mature than my parents, which is crazy. My parents are like in their 60s and my dad just turned 70. Well, also, like, I think it's a generational thing too that like we've come at time to work us as society like like us millennials for yeah those, like the older generation of millennials we decided that we wanted to do work millennials <laughs> we decided that we wanted to do work on our like because we saw the shit that wasn't working we're still a fucking hot mess too but hot like, mess there's but a lot so, more of us better, in therapy yeah working on it we're like we're like hot messes but we're aware that we're hot messes right and versus like our parents who were like huh we're we're good. Yeah, we are good. Don't question me. Don't question me. I I know what I'm talking about, even though I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know what I mean? But yeah, we're we're hot messes. But I think part of what makes this like so great is that we're aware of that hot messery and we're working towards towards fixing it. Yeah, we're the best fucking generation out there, millennials. Hoorah! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. What did you say? You guys say in Jersey. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Millennials, bada bing, bada, bada boom. boom. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, but we'll go oh, with it. Priscilla, I have yes. a question for you. Oh, I'm excited. What? What's the best date you've ever been on? Date? Yeah. I've never. You know, I have to. Here's the thing. I feel like I have so much life experience, and then like when people ask me questions like this. I draw blanks. And then like three weeks later, I'm like, why did I tell him about this time? You know what I mean? So hopefully I can remember something good. What is your most memorable date? And it doesn't have to be an exact date. It could be like a kick in it or a kickback or chill. (laughs) (laughs) A Netflix and chill. Um, What was your best Netflix and chill? Well, he came over. We watched Black Panther. (laughs) I got to chew. Yes. He got Orville Redenbachers with the extra butter. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, so let's see. Most memorable date. Most honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna think on this. I'm gonna I'm gonna filibuster while I think on it. Um because <laughs> I feel like most of my dates <laughs> have been kind of mediocre and basic. Like Tell me dinner, like one of the, yeah. you know what I mean? Like mo- like that type of shit. Oh, uh, okay. Well, no, that was kinda whack too. Uh would it help if you told me about your wackest date? Wackest date. God, what was my wackest date? I've had so many. I've had so. I, I but see, the whack dates are just the what makes them whack is that they're dry. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's not that it's like the connection. It's, it's not the... that. Yeah, it's not that anything like crazy happened. It's just like because I'm a very like I can I can I entertain myself very easily. Mm-hmm. 
I could sell tickets to my brain. That's how much fun I have in my head. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm always having a good time in my own fucking head. Yeah. So it's not hard for me to, like, that's why I don't even mind going on, like, blind dates and shit like that because you know how some people are nervous. I'm like, I will have fun wherever I go. <laughs> and I'm going to make, I'm just, if I, if I don't feel the connection, I'm going to entertain myself. When I get bored, I entertain myself. So I'm like, I'm going to just whatever. Yeah. So for me, when it's a bad date is when I'm entertaining myself and I'm just, and it's just still like, wow, you're still trash. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I'm still not, it's like, I, I'm, I'm killing it. I'm hot. And I'm, st- I, I feel like a bad date for me is like a bad date. Like I never have bad dates because even if it, I don't enjoy the per, you know, I don't feel the person. Mm-hmm. I still enjoy people's company, and I, you know what I mean, in a ge- in a generic kind of way. Yeah. So if I walk out and being like, I don't ever want to deal with you again, that means that you were just like, just so whack. Yeah. Dry and whack. Yeah. Like also, like I don't want to like. If this went okay, I would still, like, you know, consider you, like, a chill person I'd kick it with. Like, we might not have had a connection. It's just, it's just, I would still kick it with you. It's just, this isn't the thing for us. Yes. So but, that, yeah. So the- Oh, but, like, if you, if I come away with from this day, like, never again. You feel me? Yeah. And never again may not even be, like, never again. He was so, it's just, like, never again. It was so dry and dead. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, I think is, a for me, is a bad day. Because nothing about my life is dry. Nothing about me is dry. I'm always having fun. Always. Yes. Like, yes, like I are. said, even if I'm in my apartment, literally walking from the, the, the fucking uh, bathroom to my bedroom, I'm like, like, I'm always having a good, because I'm perpetually bored, so I have to entertain myself, yeah. you know? So if, if you, bo- I think that's what, if you bore me, I'm just like, you're fucking, I, I just fucking boring people, dude. Like, give me, give me, give me, a, give me some spice, some juice, some something, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that would that's probably like the worst date for me. I'm definitely gonna give you some spice, some juice, yes. some something after this break. Hey. And we'll come back and play games. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> Producer Brendan Brown, you crazy. You know we ain't got no sponsors. Back to the episode. That's tough. That's heavy. Thank you. Thank I you for it. acknowledging my I pain. Get it. I get Thank it. Thank you for seeing What me. if the love of your life turns out to be fucked up? Like, I can deal with that. I can't deal with them being in Scientology. <laughs> I feel you. Like, I can... I can try to save or, like, help or like help save somebody who's like, may not be going down the right path. They're cute. They're also a good person. Yeah. I can help nurture and save. But, like, that's out of the grips of L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah. And out of the grips of David Miscavige. That's on a whole Miscavige. nother level. Like, how do you even fuck with that? That's like fuck. That's like dating an alien. Like, yeah. we don't even come from the same universe. Well, not only that, is they gonna have niggas outside of my house trying to, like, snipe mm-hmm. me for trying to get him out of Scientology. Oh, you, there's no way out. You know that. Yeah. You're in. And if you're dating somebody, then you have to be in or else he'll have to dump you. Yeah, fan and yourself. I'm already, now I'm already dealing with this heartbreak of getting broken <laughs> up with. From because... a guy you never even talked to on the street. I get it. I've been there. <laughs> let's chase the note, you guys. Because uh, Priscilla, let's play some fun little games. So you know, like when you're dating somebody or you, when you're first getting to know somebody, um, you kind of want to get to know them as fast as you can. So like you start okay. like playing those like quick question games real okay. quick. Do you do that? Am I doing? Do you? Is that a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. Well, that, it used to be a thing. I used to do it when I used to like be like talking to people a lot. Like, hey, so what's your favorite color? What's the? Okay, okay, like, those, like easy questions, yeah. not crazy. Like, yeah, okay. Well, we're gonna get crazy. I'm ready. All right, some are fun, some are just goofy. 
All right, Priscilla, what's your biggest pet peeve? I have so many pet peeves. What's your biggest? <sighs> I'm an easily agitated person. <laughs> um, okay, this is not this is not my big I don't know if it's my biggest, but it's fucking up there, okay? okay. <laughs> ah, I hate this so much. Okay. <laughs> oh god. It's so stupid. I fucking hate when I go to a restaurant or a food establishment mm-hmm. and they're like avocado or guacamole and i'm like yeah let me go that's an extra fill in the blank yeah it's fucking 2018 if i don't know avocado has an extra charge there's something wrong with me i'm the problem i'm the fucking problem i hate with a fucking passion when motherfuckers be like it's an yes i know it's an extra charge it's 2018 if you don't fucking know there's an extra charge for avocado and or guacamole that's your fault i fucking hate it i'm like yes i know i clara clara at chipotle I fucking know. That's one of my biggest fucking pet peeves. And you know what? And I know the reason exists is because there's that one dickhead out there who refuses to accept the fact that there's a fucking extra charge for avocado. And that motherfucker, when they ring his ass up, he'd be like, what do you mean it's an extra dollar? We know this. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. I love it. Would you survive a zombie apocalypse? Without a fucking doubt. How would you handle it? I'm already ready for the zombie apocalypse. Already. I have a survival knife. (laughs) (laughs) Robert choked up. What are you drinking? What is that? Uh, Coffee. Ooh, like like iced coffee? Yes. Damn, you're going to be up all night, huh? Uh, Yeah, I have a clubhouse. uh, Not clubhouse show. Uh, I'm going to cage match tonight. (laughs) The new cage match. Yes. Yes. How... I know we shouldn't talk about this, but how is it? Is it better? And I like. I really like. Different? I really like the host, and because uh, I really like um, Jane Kim. Shout out to Jane Kim. Shout out to Jane Kim and Ryan Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. Yes, shout out like, to them. And I love the way I Ro- fucks with um, um, uh, Mark Christian. Yeah, yeah. I really and I I've loved even like when I didn't have friends going. I went to the Wrangle because I loved Ryan's chick. Yeah, without a doubt. And this and they are, this is their new show, and it's going to take. Like they are cr- still creating it. Okay. They have the big concept of it, but they're fine tuning it right now. I feel like it's just yeah, because even Thunderstruck when they first started, like their stick wasn't their full stick yet. It's Thunderstruck, uh, uh, Ronnie and yes, that's what their name was. Okay, yes. I didn't know their full name. Yeah, now I know. So you have your knife. Okay, I have a survival knife. Uh, like I have, so I have a survival. I have a friend that we like plot. We prepare for the zombie, the inevitable zombie apocalypse. I can't wait to figure out who this friend is later. But she's actually been to Traprov. She was she's the the our weed sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all was high. Y'all y'all figured it out. So we have so I have a survival knife mm-hmm. that it's a survival knife in general, but also you can create a fire with it. It has a thing like you can like like a flint. I don't know. Yeah, she can make the match, fl- yes. yes. You can make fire with it. I am so mentally prepared for this. Like so met like I have a my earthquake slash zombie apocalypse bag which isn't actually in a bag yet it's just in a in a, in a cover but, you have it. but it's, it will be put in a bag i have ga- i have a gallon of water in my car in case in case a zombie apocalypse happens or i 
drive off the road into a ravine <laughs> and I'm trapped and I can't move, but I can reach the bottle of water. Yeah. Um, I have cans of soup and my soup, you are- <laughs> my soup is organic expensive shit, which I'm mad that I'm going to have to waste. Like I should get cheap shit for the apocalypse. Right. Well, you know, so I have, I have my organic soup <laughs> ready for the apocalypse. I have, um, uh, I have. I'm ordering this straw that filters. You know the filter straw. Yeah. It fil- It's a straw and it filters out all the toxins and shit. So you ready for a lake? Just- I stay ready. I don't fuck. Cause first of all, if it's not a zombie apocalypse, the revolution is gonna happen, and I'm gonna be ready either way. And if not that, the big one's gonna hit. You know what the big yeah. one is. All LA, all Angelinos know the big yeah. one is coming. Oh no, we ready. <laughs> stay like, ready. Well, yeah. If you stay ready, you know, as an adult, this is like it's not totally off topic, but add like. As a kid, no fears at all. I was invincible. Yeah. Planes, love them. Flew every, like, four or five times a year as a kid. As an adult, after Leah passed away, <laughs> and I found out how that plane went back. What should you mean by back? Like, it went up, and then it, like, like went to the side, and just, like, kind of, like, went, yeah, because it was back heavy because mm. of all of the yeah, luggage. The, the cargo. Um, so now, like, when normally when you're on a plane and you're, 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 ascending it it's a plane and you're going like you know you're fighting gravity so it always goes up and you feel like rock back a little bit to go up to power up a little bit more yeah every time that shit goes back i'm like this is the time <laughs> i'm about to leah I'm, <laughs> so, I'm about to leah out of here and then also I'm, out. I'm ready for leah <laughs> r.i.p mama i cried when she passed away we all uh, did but um also now as an adult re- knowing that it's been a while waiting for the big one Every time I'm under an overpass <gasps> me too, or on me an too. overpass. Yes. I'm waiting for it to collapse on my um, head or to collapse. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Me too. I I will like count like just like, okay, I'm out now. Like, like, cause even like going back home, something like down if I go the other way. Yeah. Oh, can you cut that? Yeah. Even just going back home. Um, there's a big over ramp that's like it circles from one freeway exactly to the next one. I used to live in your cut yeah. in your hood back in the day when I and first moved to LA. Like, mm-hmm. This is where it's you gonna know, split apart, and my whole car with myself in it is gonna die because this impact. Can I say? Can I say one thing to you? <laughs> San Pedro Bridge. You see, forget no. about it. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. For fucking my homegirl the other day, I, we were in Long Beach. She was like, oh, do you want to take the scenic route or the regular route back? I was like, scenic route. Little did I know she meant the goddamn San Pedro Bridge. I, palpitations, like just pure fear, pure just panic. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I am with you. I Well, it's, it's actually comforting to hear this because you're a native Angelino, yeah. right? I'm not. So I'm not familiar. Like, my first earthquake I was was when I moved here. Earthquakes don't scare me. I, like, I, all of them, I, I'm not shook by them. I'm ready for the big one. <laughs> but, like, like the shaking of the earth, like, like that whole, like... <laughs> the shaking of the that's earth. That's real chill for me. NBD. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it's just, like, I miss most of them because I'm just, like, is my equilibrium on balance? Right. Am I faded right now? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, and even through the Northridge one, I slept through most of it. My parents had to wake me up. We were in a hotel for some parade or whatever. <laughs> it was the MLK parade. Um, we were in a hotel for some parade. <laughs> uh, but I slept through it. Like, yeah. they don't shake me. I'm just scared of when I'm on something that's going to break because of it. Yeah. Or collapse on top of me yeah i well like i said that's comforting because 
it's good to know that Ange- Native Angelinos feel that way as well. Because as a, you know, East Coast girl, yeah. we don't have inclement weather. Like, yeah. our worst issue is inclement weather. It'll be like a, a blizzard, which is, which just means stay your ass the fuck home. You know what I mean? Like, the, that's how you avoid any yeah. trouble there, you know? So we don't have tornadoes. We don't have any, like, although shit, climate change shit has been happening. But, so when I moved to L.A., I mean, the first earthquake I ever experienced, I was like, I, I don't, this is it. I've never been right from that point on. Anytime somebody walks up the steps too hard, I'll be like, what the fuck is happening? You know, like, so I'm scared. So yeah. I am ready for that big one. See, yeah. So like, the, like I like earthquakes don't scare me. The only thing is being an Angelino comes the time to where I know the last big one was to when this big one's in it. So right? like just doing the math and getting closer, further away from that last big one. Means it's gonna right, it's and like, that's and that's one of my concerns as well too. These tectonic plates are itching. They to don't move. play. They don't play. The tecton like and I I feel the same way because I'm like, okay, when I moved to LA, I've been out here for ten years. Yeah. When I moved to LA, everybody was talking about the big one. It's been ten years. I still haven't seen the big one. So it's that means it's just inevitable, right? At some point. In the near future. Hopefully, we get this out before the near future. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, let's let's keep this going. Yes, uh, let's do. A, do you want kids? You know. Have you thought about it? You know, it's funny you ask this because my whole life, the answer would have been an unequivocal yes. How many did you want as a kid? A lot. I don't want to actually do the birthing necessarily. <laughs> I always wanted like. Minimally three, because I'm one of three. Mm-hmm. I think two is too small. Are you one of two? One, two. Whack. So, yeah, I'm one of three, and I believe two, I, one is not okay. Two is just barely getting there. I think you need minimally three kids to just develop that childhood tenacity. I don't know what to call it. I can't I can fight for my own. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I have to fight my siblings. All my life, I has to fight. My siblings, my mama and daddy. No, anyway, yeah, so no. <laughs> so uh, I always wanted three kids minimally, four ideally, and I'm down for like a big family. I was down to have like six kids. Crazy, right? And then like the last six months, ironically, like, you know, I'm I'm 35 now. I'm uh, going to be 36 in October. Uh, it's October now. In two weeks, shout out to all my Libra gang. Yay, yay. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> keeping it balanced, you know, you feel me. So, yeah, I was like, um, recently, I was like, kids are just a lot more trouble than they're worth. <laughs> Is that fucked up? So, I have, ch- it's funny because, like I said, unequivocal yes back in the day. Now it's changed where I'm like, I'm okay either way. Yeah. Like, before I would be upset if I couldn't have kids. Now I'm like, I don't know, dude. Kids are a lot of fucking work. Yeah. And not only are they a lot of work, but they're just like, you're just upping your odds of tragedy. <laughs> that, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because you you're adding more to your family, you're right? You're adding more to your stress. You and know? also, like, because like now something can, can happen, happen to the kids. Like, right? like not I'm to you, but worried, to your kids. I'm already worried, like, about my brother and sister. Yeah. My mom and my dad, right? I'm all, My niece and nephew. I'm already, like, have that about Every time my phone rings, like, from the East Coast, I'm like, oh, God. Who's in the hospital? Yeah. You know, and it, it's never that, but you know what I mean? So I feel like kids, like, it's just like one, I'm just setting myself up for that bullshit. Also, you feel me? Also, like, like that, like, you're worried about, like, your family and stuff like that. And then you're like, 
But if I gotta go, I gotta go. That's my time. Now that you have kids, not only are you worried about these kids living, but you're worried you, about yourself living to take care of these kids till they can take care of themselves. Motherfucker, you be on your last dying breath like, I'll suck it up more because my kids are alive. You know what or, I mean? Or your last dying breath like, did y'all eat today? Okay. Like, yeah, I just, you know, there's so much fucked up shit that can happen with kids. And I know it's like, I know that's like looking at the glass half empty, right? Yeah. Because obviously it's like my like my family. Like my family fucking drives me nuts, but God, I wouldn't trade them for anything. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with kids. That's how it works. Like the love that you, or pets, the love you get from them outweighs all the negatives and, right? Mm -hmm. But damn, when you don't act, when they're not actually there, you're like, you're like, oh, like I don't, you know, your kids can get hurt, your kids can die, your kids can be have illness, they can be sick, your kid, you know what I mean, like, like you know what I mean, and also the world that we're giving them right now. You put your kids in this world that's fucked up, you know what I mean. So the answer to your question is, now. So in conclusion, uh, <laughs> so in conclusion, consequently, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say. The answer now is for I'm, now. For now, the answer is whatever, whatever God, the universe has in store for me. I'm okay with it. I like that. Now, not leaving that silly question to a super serious question. Ooh, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> That's serious as fuck. I mean, this is all about. This would all be based on like what your definition of a sandwich is. Yeah. So to, to you, it's a hot dog sandwich. I've never looked at the official definition of sandwich. I'm a I'm a facts hoe. Can we look it up? The official definition of a sandwich. And while producer Brandon is looking that up, we will get back to that question. Yeah. What was the worst thing you did as a kid? Oh my god. <sighs> Take a number. <laughs> Jesus. What what's what is kid? Up to what age? Uh, let's say up to fifteen. I did so much fucked up shit as a kid. I was a wild one. Or what was your favorite fucked up thing that you did? Okay, this is not even favorite. It's just just a random the thing. The first one that came to mind. One first thing that came to mind. When I was a kid, so my parents were both teachers. They're now retired. So if you have teachers or parents, you just can't get away with shit. They know the game. Because they're not only just dealing with their kids, they're dealing with everybody else's kids. <laughs> they know the motherfucking game. Yeah. So you know like, you, you know when like progress reports will come around and like your friends who whose parents worked real job, like busy job, didn't, they didn't know about it. They were like, oh, I threw that shit away. My parents would be like, that's so funny. I did my progress reports this week. Where are yours? And I'd be like, damn, motherfucker, you know? We are in the same district. <laughs> okay. We Thank God we, that at least we weren't in the same district. So... Uh, this isn't even that fucked up, but like when I was like in seventh or eighth grade, I did so much fucked up shit growing up. I was I was a wild one. So when I was in seventh or this is not even that wild, but when I was in like seventh or eighth grade, I got a shitty progress report, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Fuck!" So I get it, and it comes in the mail, and I got there early enough to get it in the mail, and I don't know where I found this out because this is before the internet, <laughs> so I don't know where I found this out, but I learned that if you steam you can see the grades if you steam an envelope you can open it tv i learned that too tv you can open it without fucking like you don't have to rip it open you can steam it open so i don't recall why i did this i steamed this envelope open 
to see, I don't know why, to look at it and I see and I was like, fuck. <laughs> it was just like that all bitch. bad. Priscilla talks too much in class. She's disrespectful. That's she doesn't snitch. listen. She has so much potential, but she just doesn't da da yada 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 yada. And I look at this shit and I was like, fuck. So I see it, but I knew my parents were gonna be looking for it, so I resealed the envelope and my mom, like, however, I put it back in the, in the mailbox, <laughs> resealed it, put it back in the mailbox, and she found, she gets it, and it was like, huh, this envelope looks like it's been through some shit, you know? Like, it just didn't, because, you know, your perspective yeah. is fucked up as a kid. You think, like, this is perfect, you know? And I remember getting... You looked I, at it, did a chef's kiss. I was like, <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. You feel me? This is Jersey, you know? So I fucking... I put it back in the envelope in the in the mailbox and I got fucking caught. <laughs> there was just like no ifs, ands, or I used a tea kettle to steam it open. That's how G I was. Like, you know, when the whistle came, yeah. I was like, Gee! You heard that whistle, you said, oh, it's time. It's that steaming time, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, that wasn't even that. I mean, that's not that bad, but I, I'm sure if I really think about it, I've done, I've vandalized shit. I used to be a vandal. I was, that was my, my biggest, that was my shit. Vandalizing Watch American shit. Vandal. Oh really? Well, I love it. It's if you like comedy, and you, it's I'll enjoy I it. I lo- love the shit out of it. It's the dumbest TV mockumentary you will ever watch. Really? Okay, I'm gonna look into it because I love, I love, I love fucking. Written sh- by I believe UC, uh, they are UCB people. Uh, most yes. people in comedy are UCB, and people. I believe Lou is in is in season oh, one. Yes. Okay. Um, let's end this with this last one real quick. And then we'll get back to the sandwich, and then we'll fi- we'll finish mm. up. Okay, fuck Mary Kill, Lawrence, Daniel, Nathan. Okay, I'm gonna say, oh God, I'm gonna lose the black audience. <laughs> I don't watch. Um, no, stop! Don't do it. I know. I I know who we're talking about. It's okay. I know who we're talking, and I have an answer. It's, um, I have another. Okay, you have I have an answer. Okay. I don't watch. I watch. I love Issa Rae. I support her 110,000%. She's a queen. I just, it's not my, I I don't fuck with it like that. Okay. I have to whisper because I'm so embarrassed. I don't fuck with it like that. Oh, God. All of the white oh, listeners God. just breathe All a heavy the, sigh I know, of relief. No. Yes. <laughs> All the black listeners are like, I'm never talking to you again. But, so I'm not, the point being that no. I don't, I'm not 100% familiar with everybody and their, their storyline, I know they're, what they look like. I think I have a better one for you then. Okay. God. Okay. Fuck Mary Kill. Yeah. Roger, Hakeem, Urkel. <sighs> and it's not Urkel. Okay, that's what I was about to ask. I was like, is it Stefan Urkel? No. <laughs> okay. Damn, that changes things. Okay. Um Who we fucking without wait, give me the names again. Roger, Hakeem, Urkel. We fucking Hakeem. Without a doubt. Oh, sorry. I forgot. It's fuck, kill. Yeah. Kill. What's it? Kill. Fuck, fuck. Mary kill. Oh, so forgot. Who, okay, okay. Who we fucking? Roger. Come on, dude. Roger <laughs> was... No, no, Roger. Um, who was the other one you gave me? Urkel. Hakeem. Hakeem is who I'm fucking. Okay. Who you marrying? Hakeem died, didn't he? Yeah. <sighs> Rest in peace. I'm... F- oh, I'm fucking Hakeem. Okay, yes. And who are you marrying? <laughs> What's the other one? Kill? Urkel. I'm marrying Urkel. You're marrying Urkel? And I'm killing... Yeah, I never liked Roger. Really? God, I didn't like him. God, I didn't like him. I never fucking liked him. 
oh, I thought Roger was sweet. <laughs> All he wanted to do was care for them twins. No, Roger was a cuckold. Yeah, I said it. That's your porn category. I know. Roger was a fuck. He just was like, what? Am I the only one? It's no. so fucked up. No, I, no, no. Dude. He just was so corny and like too thirsty. I know, I know what you're saying, but what about Urkel, right? Like he was corny. I don't know. Maybe it's because I know that underneath all that, he could pull out that Stefan. I love this so much. We could play, we could do role play and he could play Stefan. <laughs> he would take care of good, good care of me and he's probably a fucking engineer now. Yeah, he's probably like even more. He's like a, a millionaire right now. I just noticed that. <laughs> uh, Producer Brandon, what is the definition of a sandwich? A sandwich is a food typically consisting of vegetables, sliced cheese, or meat placed on or between slices of bread. It's not a sandwich. Final answer. Yeah, it's not. And I get, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah, based on that de- definition, yeah. A, a hot dog is not a sandwich. But guess why it doesn't count? Why? Because it's horizontal and not vertical. It's not vertical. It's horizontal. But what if you ate it horizontally? Then you're a fucking freak. What are we? A freak? You eat that way? You don't eat it like this? You eat it like this? I'm not saying me, but I'm saying y'all. There's a world out there. Uh, No, okay. That's the question. Here's the answer. That's the question. Here's the answer. (laughs) How do you put it on your plate? You can't. How do you put a sandwich on your plate? Horizontal, flat. A hot dog will fall over for sure, (laughs) but you would put it vertically. Am I lying? No, you're right. And there it is. Priscilla, I've been chill all day, and I haven't asked you too many nasty questions. I like the nasty questions. It's time to get to the nasty and, questions. Well, I just, I just, I just licked. <laughs> I just licked the mic by accident. That's how, that's how excited I am. <laughs> Don't I get to pick? So, Priscilla, I have a cootie catcher or a fortune teller. However, what do you call it? A cootie a, catcher? Yeah. Oh, a cootie yeah. catcher. I never heard of that. I heard of a fortune teller because I'm classy. So, uh, well, I'm not. <laughs> we know this. <laughs> so, there's no question for this. Just, um... Under one of the, under the last question, there's gonna be a, a sexual question. Okay, I'm ready. Thighs, face, mouth, or cheeks? There's no Ooh. question to this. Just which one do you want to pick? Mouth. Um, all right. How did you do that? M O U T H. Yeah. Okay. What excites you? Money, candles, text, or slow? Just the word slow. Slow. Okay. Okay, what scares you? Say, oh, we land on the same one. Money, candles, texts, or slow? Money, candle, texts? Yeah. Probably candles out of those out of those options. Do you want the top bottom the top question, the bottom question, or both? Both. Alright. Pretty Brandon, top or bottom, which one do we start with? Top. Ooh. Do you have a sexual deal breaker? good this is good i need to know these things for myself this is also a lesson to america these are questions you should know these things that's part of what i meant earlier when i said like they don't teach us how to just be humans <laughs> like these are things you should know about yourself i'm there you know i should know this okay so i have a sexual deal breaker i no. i think the only sexual deal breaker would be that you're you're bad at sex yeah there's nothing that you can do because because i'm i am communicative so if you do something i don't like i'll tell you i don't like it i'll be like like a baby <laughs> so yeah i if you do there's nothing that you can do that i'll be like oh i don't like that i'll never fuck you again yeah. 
because I'll tell you. I'm like, I don't like stop that. I don't yeah. like that. So there's, but what would make a, would, and honestly, I'd give you a second chance if you were trash. Because I give every, because I believe that chemistry has to be cultivated. Mm-hmm. If you get lucky, you get it on the first shot. And we've all been there where you'd be like, God damn. <laughs> Am I lying? Anybody? Anybody? Okay. What is your favorite position? I think that's the first time that one came up. That one came up on the podcast so far. Yes. Oh, with you. Yes. Uh, I have two. Yeah. Favorite positions. Two. One is flat on my stomach. Okay. Yes, it's one of my favorites. With it, with like hands on the back. Do you remember Belly? Did you watch Belly? A long time ago, my black card just got taken away. Wow. Belly. I don't think I've ever seen it. Your black card's taken away too. Watch <laughs> Belly. There's a sex scene with DMX. Uh, 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 uh. That's not how you write. That's not how he barks. Anyway, <laughs> that was like a, that was like, a, that, <laughs> that was like a fucking chihuahua. Um, there's a scene that's my favorite. Like when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's like I because I had already experienced it in life, and I was like, that's how I like it. Where he has her on her stomach and he fucks the shit out of her, and they shot it in a in like an insecure way, you know, where it's like the lighting is like. You know, insecure lighting is very yeah. good for, for dark skin people, people, you know? Yes. Like, it's like blue light and like, it's really hot. So that's my first favorite position on my stomach. Partly because I'm lazy as fuck. I'm just keeping it real. I believe that the patriarchy says I should be able to lay down and relax while I'm having sex. Cause I don't get all the other benefits. So I better be able to relax during sex. I told a guy that once. I had this guy, we're going on a segue. I had this fuck buddy, he was not cute. But he was fun and we had a good time. And shout out to him. Shout out to I don't want to put his name out no, there. But if he listened to he knows who he, he, know, he knows. He know who you is anyway. So and he would always want me on, on top. And that's just not my jam. Cause I'm lazy. You like I'm only getting paid eighty cents to the yeah, dollar. Bitch. Okay. You making me do this too? So <laughs> and I, your emotional labor. You heard so one day I was like, I literally was like, ugh. I literally like he was like he's like baby get on top get on top and I was like <laughs> he's like what's up and I was like honestly <laughs> we like we're bucket ass naked I was like honestly I'm just so tired of you making me go on top like I always have to do all the work and I'm fucking tired and like I should be able to relax and enjoy this and the fucking patriarchy <laughs> like fuck out of here nigga you get to like get out of here I, life is hard let me lay back and get drilled you feel me so my first favorite position is on my stomach. My second is <laughs> on my side, but the guy behind me, mm-hmm. but on my side. And I'm not gonna lie, you can put your hand around my throat and squeeze a little. Nice, I was gonna ask, last question, I just went through and just asked another one. Does dirty talk turn you on? Without a doubt. Nice. You- I dirty talk and I like dirty talk, but I had to grow into that in my early 20s. Cause you know, when you're young, you're all shy and mm-hmm. shit. I had to grow into that, but I likes it. You survived the questions. This is amazing. Thank you. Priscilla, so this whole time we've been talking, I've been jotting down some of your answers for our match. I saw you taking notes. Um, I just, the the (laughs) only thing I do not have, Producer Brandon, I need, can you give me two modes of transportation for Priscilla? Walking. Okay. That's whack. What's another one? A Toyota Corolla. Put a, Buga- bu- a Bugatti. <laughs> okay, Priscilla, what are your two dream cars? Range Rover. You 
you guys can help me with this. It's either the responsible answer would be a Tesla X or the irresponsible would be like, uh, I don't know, a fucking Bugatti. All right, let's get irresponsible. Okay, uh, Priscilla, I'm going to have you tell me when to stop. Oh, I, I don't look, right? Nope. Stop. Priscilla, I have your results. Oh, you did it? No, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Okay, okay, I'm ready. This is big. All right, so before I give you the fate of your life, yeah, I'm going to tell you your options. Okay. So, Priscilla, so for your potential lovers, yeah, I have Jeremy. Jeremy? Wait. What was his, <laughs> what was his name? Who the fuck is Jeremy? <laughs> no, not Jeremy. Uh, first crush. Dominic, nigga. Dominic. Yeah. Fountain, what? Uh, Dominic Ferrara. Okay. So for the possible lovers, I have Dominic Ferrara. Yes. Pete Davidson. Ooh, okay. Rosario Dawson. Yes. Black Morris. Okay. The white boy, the white Black Morris. Yes. For possible number of children, I have three. Nine. How come Michael B. Jordan didn't make that list? He just is whack. I get it. Well, you, we had so many problematic errors with him. I, I didn't want it. you to go into that relationship yeah. questioning him. You know I'm old. Where it wouldn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> You've already had so many questions with him. Y'all, I know. Y'all would have started on a Rocky. I know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. I have three, nine, two, and zero. That is my kids, yeah. right? Three, nine, two, and zero. Where'd you get those numbers from? Uh, three, you said potentially you'd have three. Nine, I made up when you said you wanted to have a large <laughs> number. Nine, I made up. Uh, two, you said it's minimum. minimum. And I also did zero because you said, said maybe not. not. Yeah, they, okay. You was a listener. Okay. I'll see you. I'll see you. <laughs> uh, I'm not new to this listening shit. Ow. Ow. <laughs> uh, for modes of transportation, I have walking, Toyota Corolla, <laughs> Range Rover, and Bugatti. Yes. Everybody knows that matches mansion, apartment, shack, and house. Absolutely. So, Priscilla, where do you think you landed? What was my number? Can I know? No. Oh, damn. Because I was about to do the card counting trick real quick. Um, I'm hoping mansion, without a doubt. Okay. Because I'm a rich bitch. Who do you live in this mansion with? Uh, or let's do it backwards. Man- how are you getting to your mansion? In my Bugatti. Okay. Uh, how many kids are you taking back to that mansion in your Bugatti? Three. Okay. And who'd you end up with? Oh, God. Wait, what was the other two? It was Dominic. It was Pete. It was... Rosario Dawson. And the other one? Uh, Black Morris. White Black Morris. I hope Rosario. Okay. Okay. You got one of those right. You're living one-fourth of your dream life. Okay. <laughs> What's the one-fourth? You and... Dominic Ferraro <laughs> in his hammer pants <laughs> have three little hammer pants <gasps> that you guys jump in your Range Rover. Hey! Oh, oh! Oh my God, I've always wanted a Range Rover. To go back to your house. Uh, is it a big house? Well, it's, it's in New Jersey, most likely. So it's a big house. <laughs> well, in the, the part that I... I frequent it better be goddamn big house Priscilla Davies you survived D- is the podcast did I yeah I just can I say a few words yeah. in closing <laughs> I had so much fun thank you I'm I this was I mean it, it 
not only did I have so much fun, but I also realized like this was a little, there was moments where I was like, you know, I need to go home and like get in contact with myself about some things. Cause you asked me some questions and I didn't have answers to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, go, it goes back to what I was saying, like we should know ourselves. And I was like, you know, I, I learned some things about myself, but I also learned some things that I need to explore in myself. I love that. And I, I like to think about this podcast sometimes as like, I'm not, I'm not a doctor, I'm not nothing, but like just in general, anytime touching in with yourself, like, is a form of like self-care therapy because when you go back to like your first crush and then you find out like who else you were crushing on and you can also like who your last crush on you can kind of see like a sometimes find a string yeah and you're like wait maybe this is why i kind of like these guys now because you don't when you think about people you dated you think about people you dated you don't think about all the people that you liked that you never dated right that's true but thank you so much for doing this do you have any do you want to promote anything? Do you have any... you want to throw your Instagram out there? Uh, find me on IG at Priscilla Davies Actor. Very clear, straight to the point. Uh, also, I wish I could... I mean... Oh, you can also see me... You know, I'm on a long-form house ensemble yes. at Second City. So you can see me at Second City. We perform monthly. Second City Hollywood. Hollywood. My team is... Uh, snacks you can come see us um and uh that's it for right now slide in her dms slide in my dm listen she is currently crushing on her career but but i'm open i've made i'm starting to make the shift to being you know more open to crushing on humans now so priscilla the final thing i need you to do is dedicate a song to your to any of your crushes or just to yourself because you're crushing on yourself right now. Dedicate, is it a love song or any song? Whatever song. It's however you feel right now. <sighs> I'm going to dedicate, I'm going to dedicate a song to me. Yes. And it goes a little something like this. <laughs> Can I get a beat? I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T Do you know what that means? I got my own house. I got my own car. Two jobs. Work hard. I'm a bad broad. You ain't. I don't know the rest of the lines. You guys, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Crushing It with Priscilla Davies. You guys know where to find us at Crushing It Podcast on Instagram. We have a website, tellusyourcrush.com. You can follow me on Instagram at on all the things at Robert R-A-H-H-B-U-R-T. You guys, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thank you, Priscilla, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Show, 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 I got a crush on you.